The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When the vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, and another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in in the scriptures, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. We come to Mass with great hope to see Jesus resurrected. The sacrament guarantees this will happen physically in the flesh. He will rise again for us. He will come into our hearts. He will fill us with light and goodness. He knows well what this week holds for us and he is preparing to give us all the graces we need. All he asks is that we be docile to his spirit. We have begun pro-life month. I hope these reflections will help us all grow in appreciation of this most essential dimension of our faith. It is obvious to everyone who visits St. Joseph's that the parish has received solid leadership for many years. And you are all a reflection of that. Your joy, your reverence, your concern for each other, the interaction between the generations, the sincere respect you have for each other. So let us go through the second reading and see just how we are doing and how we can improve as a parish community. St. Paul places before us a beautiful examination of conscience. Keep on doing what you have learned and received. Whatever is true, the truth of the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist is self-evident at St. Joseph's with adoration on Wednesdays and Fridays. There's a deep belief and appreciation for Jesus, from the littlest of our congregation to the oldest. This is a gift that we should not take for granted. Whatever is honorable, here I would like to say, you are conscious of the importance of helping financially. You honor God by giving because you are taking care of his house. Whatever is just. Here I would like to say how much I have grown in faith by seeing you all take advantage of the sacrament of confession. 
yesterday. Just four, four hours, two in the morning and two in the afternoon. And you leave justified before God and your fellow men. Whatever is pure. I see a purity in our youth. They know there are many temptations out there. But there is a deep appreciation of this virtue. We want to be pure so we can see God. Whatever is gracious. Inside these four walls there is a deep graciousness towards each other. Deacon Steve, whenever he greets you on the phone or in person, he says, gracious good morning to you. What a beautiful greeting. And what a beautiful way to greet someone who perhaps is here for the first time. A gracious good morning to you. What is your name? Whatever is excellent. I have discovered at St. Joseph's that the religious education department is a, it shows a parish that is seeking excellence. Not just a program that instructs our youth and our adults in the knowledge of the faith, but even more importantly, the practice of the faith. If we learn about God, then we need to live like Him. Whatever is worthy of praise. I'm not going to say this too often, because it might go to your head. But St. Joseph is worthy of praise So the words of St. Paul ring true here at St. Joseph's. We experience the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. The vineyard of our families. I have chosen you from the world to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. From the Alleluia verse today. To be a faithful family. Faithful to the sacredness of life. A family that impacts society by your mere presence. To be a family united in prayer. The family that prays together, stays together. The most powerful single event in any family's life is the entrance of a new member. I was showing a picture the other day of uh, a few little children and it was focused on the girl, like maybe she was five years old and, and you couldn't see it but she was looking upon her baby brother that had just arrived. And you could see the awe, the awe, not the awesomeness, like that's awesome. No, the awe of God as she looked upon her baby brother. Little did she know what would happen five years later, but that's beside the point. We are a parish that understands well the importance of this issue. Let's pray for the world at large that there will be a change of heart, a change in our laws, and a turning back to God. The vineyard of our soul. Last Thursday at St. Monica Hall, we had the discussion on the epistle to Dionysus, a second century writing that I thought I would share with you. Because it sort of sums up very beautifully you, your soul, and the world. So this is what it says about those first Christians. But while they live in both Greek and barbarian cities, as each lots as each one's lot was cast, and followed the local customs and dress and food and other aspects of life. At the same time they demonstrate 
the remarkable and admittedly unusual character of their citizenship. They live in their own cities, but only as aliens. They participate in everything as citizens and endure everything as foreigners. Every foreign country is their fatherland, and every fatherland is foreign. They marry like everyone else and have children, but they do not expose their offspring. They share their food, but not their wives. They are in the flesh, but do not live according to the flesh. They live on earth, but their citizenship is in heaven. They obey the established laws. Indeed, in their private lives, they transcend the laws. They love everyone, and by everyone they are persecuted. They are unknown, yet they are condemned. They are put to death, yet they are brought to life. They are poor, yet they make many rich. They are in need of everything, yet they abound in everything. They are dishonored, yet they are glorified in their dishonor. They are slandered, yet they are vindicated. They are cursed, yet they bless. They are insulted, yet they offer respect. They, when they do good, they are punished as evildoers. When they are punished, they rejoice as though brought to life. By the Jews they are assaulted as foreigners, and by the Greeks they are persecuted. Yet those who hate them are unable to give a reason for their hostility. In a word, what the soul is to the body, Christians are to the world. George Weigel wrote a book on St. John Paul II, and at the very end of this uh, rather big book, he is the scene as he's upstairs in his apartment, and down below is some very close friends and family members who are spending a few days with him. And in the morning, at breakfast, he says to them, Oh, I sure hope I don't wake you up as I walk with my cane across the floor. And they said, No, 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 uncle, you don't do that. But why do you get up so early? Because, said the 264th Bishop of Rome, I like to watch the sun rise. So our takeaway could be simple. Be courageous in protecting the vineyard of your parish, the vineyard of your family, and the vineyard of your soul. With prayer and thanksgiving, we make our petitions known to God, our Heavenly Father. That the Holy Father, the bishops and all the pastors be led by the Holy Spirit and lead us all closer to our home in heaven. We pray to the Lord. We pray that by virtue of baptism, the laity, especially women, may participate more in areas of responsibility in the church. We pray to the Lord. That those who hold public office will imitate the goodness of God, who secures justice and the rights of all the oppressed, and that during this life, in, the, in this Respect Life Month, we will work fervently to advance the gospel of life. We pray to the Lord. For blessings on all husbands and wives, and that the Lord will strengthen marriages that are in trouble and bless those who are preparing for marriage. We pray to the Lord. Loving Father, let the peace of heaven that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and minds through Christ our Lord.
Let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing. Mm-hmm. 